Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 53 of the Bonehead Podcast, where we talk all things Blood Bowl. Welcome back. I'm Ben, and once again, I'm joined by Blood Tithe Ben. Hello. How who, you doing? Who we actually have on camera as well, which know, is quite cool. Like, finally, we've got like <laughs> I've got a setup now. I've got lights. I've got a green screen, which I'm hoping is working. <laughs> so, if you guys are yeah. watching on our YouTube feed, uh, you can see that we're still working out a couple of technical dif- difficulties. Like, but it's, oh, it's still it's coming along. And those of you it's listening, not been a smooth night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's been it's been chaos. It's been amazing. Windows, Discord, everything is reset. And then just as we sat down to record, Amazon turned up at Ben's house. So Yeah. <laughs> doorbell at like eight PM. I can only assume that something sweet was delivered, so Uh that's for Alison. I'm, I'm not sure. Could be oh, that's disappointing. I thought it was gonna be something cool for your for yeah, your me too. In, impending holiday, but no. <laughs> Ah, oh, much needed holiday. Yeah. Anyway, man. Um, before we move on, how you doing? You're right. What's 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 been going on? Yeah. No, it's been good. It hasn't seemed like too long since the last one. Um. Yeah. It's just everything's a blur now. Everything really is a blur. We say that every time, but it's just, you know, it's October. I, I feel like, like this yeah. is ridiculous. Like, how did it become October? We've been doing the whole lockdown thing now for like eight months. Yeah, <laughs> what was your what was, was your saying, what was your stat that you put in the uh, the group chat the other day? Yeah, apparently ten percent of my adult life is in lockdown, <laughs> which has just flown by. That is ridiculous. I'd be surprised if you yeah. didn't have at least another five percent. Um, yeah, probably. Like literally, it's 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 winter time and everything's bad on the news. Um, hopefully, everyone is staying safe. That's the most important thing. And I know it's it's quite it's quite good that the stuff that's on the news is that people want people to do more stuff to be safe which is really cool yeah. um whereas the government's like go to work um so i don't know it's feeling very world war one here at the moment um everyone's on the front lines and yeah <laughs> everyone's wearing masks so Every what can you do? There, yeah it's exactly good. exactly okay ben so uh what are we going to be talking about on episode 53 uh today we're going to be talking about turbo leagues um also some wish listing what we want to see in Blood Bowl 2020. Definitely. And also the usual games, hobby, and star players. Fantastic. Ben is exactly right. We're going to do the normal. We're going to talk about Turbo Leagues, which is how to make your league turbo, really. I mean, we'll expand on that. And then wishlisting, like Ben said, is going to be us talking about what we would like to see where as Blood Bowl 2020 starts to unfold. Um, also, you guys in the community have given us so much feedback on what you want. Uh, literally, everyone's just screaming Kemri, which is quite nice. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, I feel that. What do you want? Kemri. Like, oh, okay, okay. What else do you want? Dungeon Bowl. More Kemri. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kemri and Dungeon Bowl. Yeah, exactly. So, Games Workshop, if you're listening, you have a very easy job. Um, <laughs> but uh, one thing to mention is this episode is coming out on Saturday, hopefully the 17th which is also games workshops next release preview jobby what's it indeed community preview isn't it yep yep and uh, that's going to be blood bowl as well we've seen a silhouette today which had feathers and stuff so we think it's probably just going to be griff um but yeah we're trying to break it down weren't we because it's gridiron and glory and they've revealed some 
Slanesh stuff, which is obviously for the glory side. Um, As in Shades. But then they've, yeah, but then they had this, this like you say, this feather, which we think might be Griff, but then we looked at the silhouette and it doesn't really line up with any of the nobility teams. Could be High Elves, man. So, Could be High Elves. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I know. This is the crazy thing. Like, they're doing this preview, but so much stuff has already been kind of spoiled and they've had to rush it through. So we haven't seen, well, we haven't seen the trees, but I don't actually think the trees exist. I think that's um, what? just pure conspiracy. Um, <laughs> pure well, we conspiracy. We've been like gaslit by Games Workshop. So exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. And well, we they, don't have trees. Here they are. They're, they're going to release Blood Bowl 2020. It's going to come out. The Necro team's going to come out. Black Hawks, Imperial Nobility are going to come out. And people are going to be like, where are the trees? And they're just going to say, what trees? They already came yeah, out. <laughs> they came out. Like they've been out forever. They're just going to appear yeah. one day in the store and every Games Workshop representative is just going to be like, oh, yeah, these have been out for years. Really popular model. And no one's going to know what what was the truth is anymore. Like, the big giants just released. And we saw them, I don't know, back when everything was in black and white. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Well, I mean, they start including a tree man sprue in every fifth Sylvan F. Wildwood that gets bought. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, some people will have them. They'll be like, where did I get this from? Yeah, it's been out forever. It's been out forever. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Anyway, right, let's move on to Blood Bowl News. Okay, Blood Bowl news. So we've got a couple of bits to cover. The first is um, Charlie Victor, who did those cool ball rings and they did all the human tokens and stuff. They do just insanely, insanely good stuff. And the guy who runs it is a really lovely chap as well. Um, so they're doing Fantasy Football Casualty Dice 2020 edition. So as you all know by now, the Casualty Dice has now changed. It used to be a D66. Now it is a D60. No, it's D16, isn't it? So yeah, yeah. they've basically brewed up some new casualty dice so you've got a d16 with all the stuff so badly hurt dead niggling injury missed next game that kind of stuff plus a d6 and the d6 is for the uh, agility um sorry for the stat changes so mm-hmm. you roll them at the same time you roll the d16 and if you get a plus symbol you know the stat change you roll the d6 and it says armor armor movement passing agility strength it's clever it's well designed I like it. It is. They did these before, um, the injury dice, and I thought they were really yeah. good. I think I think Rich didn't Rich get something like June or June I or July. So. He, he often has like these sort of gadgets, doesn't he? Oh, he loves the loot, loves the bling. Um, but yeah. yeah, he picked them up just as twenty twenty leaked, and he was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> got these dice I can't <laughs> use." So basically, they've jumped in on this. So two dice is twelve pounds. Okay, mm. which is. I mean, look, this is at 3,777 Great Boris pounds at the moment uh, of a goal of 1,200. So they're 300%. Smashed it. Smashed the target in like seven minutes. uh, Funded in just 20 minutes. There you go. Um, 21 days left to go. So I think 12 pound is, I think that 10 to 15 pound mark is like bang on pocket money territory. Yeah, we've always said that the 10 especially is the real just like you can often you know sort of not realize you spent 10 pounds yeah i think that's why i love the winds of chog stuff so much yeah is because it's all between eight and 15 pounds and i'm like that's you know that's that's not throwaway money no money is throwaway especially at the moment but that's in i fancy something cool that's a good budget price 15 quid for the shipping is kind of like my treat for the month where i don't have to worry um 
I like it. I think it's priced well. So that is the individual set. They do have really cool things, which is a league deal. So if you want five sets, it's £58. So you save a couple of quid there, literally a couple of quid. Uh, medium league, uh, 10 for £110 and a large league, 20 for 200 So you can save a few pounds um, by going in together in your league, you know, which is pretty cool. And you'll save on shipping as well. So it's not a bad way of doing it. I, I think it's a really beautiful or beautifully simple... Um, kickstarter indiegogo indiegogo um, yeah i agree um and there's one thing with the, the charlie victor stuff is it's always like you said it right it's this bling it's really good quality stuff it is it is it's beautifully made they, they do really really good work um yeah and there's some extras there down the bottom you can swing by and get if you're interested but you get the old original original yeah. dice as well yeah. for like half price for all you 2016 yeah. or crp holdouts you can still get the old dice um, yeah. which <laughs> which is cool so that is uh, this is on Indiegogo but we'll put it in the show notes uh, Fantasy Football Casualty Dice 2020 edition okay as the PC catches up what is next ah the WAG name STL and physical nameplates for Fantasy Football so uh, those of you who follow us on social media would have seen my Snotling team and the Snotling team has the nameplates and Ben printed the nameplates out for me yep. um, so what this is is it is a bunch of base labels, basically, that are made out of 3D prints. They stick on the front of your base. They say your team name, which is very cool, at the top of the bar. And then underneath, it says the positional name. And you, you stick it on, you paint it up. And it just really, again, blings out your models. So there's a few different levels here. And that is probably worth talking through. So starting at 10 euros. So 10 euros, you get bronze league reserves, um, which is you choose your nameplate, you choose your nameplate size, you take a basic template, a random ball, you choose a race a team, you get all the field roles and you get the STLs. So basically it's one set, one team's worth of STLs for 10 euros. So you say, I want human. They send you four blitzers, four catchers. They send you the blitzers, the catchers, the ogres, so you can print them off yourself. So if you want yeah. stuff for a team with no uh, team name, 10 euros is it. It goes up, it goes to Silver League where you can get things added. It goes all the way down to probably the one that some of you are going to actually care about is Bronze League, which is £28 or €30, Euros, which is physical. So up, so 20 nameplates. Um and I think you get to choose your team on that as well. It goes all the way up so you can get 20, 20 plus nameplates with a whole bunch of stuff. But you realistically, you're looking at about £30 for a bunch of nameplates produced for you or about £20 for a little bit less than £20 for, for custom STLs. So they put together a, a demo set for us for my tiny titans with the, the snotlings. Ben very kindly printed them and... Mm -hmm. Did you have to support them or did they come pre-supported? Yes, no, you do have to support them. But for stuff like this, it's pretty easy to support. I had to, I had a couple of attempts, but that was mainly my problem. With I didn't level it properly. Uh, but um, no, they're pretty easy to support. You just sort of stick them around the rim, the rim on the bottom, do an angle. They, and it's easy. They printed out okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, quality is pretty good as well. Quality like, was really good, insanely yeah. good. Like, I yeah. mean, the difficult thing is when I did the video for it, I was like, I don't know how much of this is down to Ben printing. But I assume, like, 
Uh, no, I've got like the cheapest end printer, so it'll only look better. <laughs> yeah, that is cool. Um, there is a. I'll yeah. put the link in the show notes as well for for the video review of that. But if you've got a friend with a 3D printer um, whose backlog isn't insane, like our friend Blood Dice here, uh, <laughs> actually, you know, to bling out a team, this is a really cool way of doing it. Um, yeah. For every it's team, also worth noting, sorry, a, a resin printer would be required. So if you know someone with like a plastic one, they might, you could probably still do it, but it wouldn't look as detailed as the pictures. Yeah, so Ben is right. Yeah, and they do say that in the um, in the Kickstarter as well. Hey, yeah. look, it is my Snorlings. <laughs> yeah, they're there. Oh, I didn't realise. Didn't realise he'd put it on there. Let's see. Ah, the music. Let's, let's turn the music off. That'll do. <laughs> That'll do. Hey, it's my starting team. Oh, that's very cool. Cool. Well, if you want to see my starting team, it's on the Kickstarter itself anyway. Beautiful team. Um, thanks. It's good fun. I've, I need to finish it off and get more snotlings and stuff. Anyway, most importantly, that is at £476 out of a target of 363 So it is already funded and there's 27 days to go. So you got four weeks, guys, to, to jump on that. And if you want it, you'll get it. In the way of nameplates, obviously, there's already Versatile Terrain. Um, but I think, Ben, this is the guy who put it together because he said Versatile Terrain was expensive and took and timely um, and wanted a, a way to get this out to people quicker than they can do it. Yeah, it's it's this is this is a good and really affordable way, actually, like especially considering the printed versions, that the physical ones are only like, was it? Yeah, 30 euros. Something like that, 20 yeah. physical ones. Yeah. That's a good price. Like that's a good a good price point. Um, if if you want yeah. it, and it's custom, so you get your team name, and I think that's the exactly yeah. that's the thing I really like about it. But I would definitely go pay that extra few euros to get the numbers on it as well, because um, yeah. that's uh, that's something I did feedback. It was like, yeah, that's available in the more premium edition. Um, on board, I think it's great. I think it's a cool idea. Definitely worth looking at if you're up for some bling for a team or two. Okay, what's next on the list in Blood Bowl? Oh, Norba. Norba, Norba, Norba miniatures. We uh, love Norba. Yeah, it's very, very cool. So uh, we're checking in on this. So you may have heard this before. I know we talked about this for like eight episodes now, Ben. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's going up. It's literally, the pledge is literally going up on video. That is cool. They're up to £40,000 now. Uh, I, I guess... love that about Kickstarter, but it's scary when it's like, oh, you've got to be the first the first 50 and you can see the number tick up. <laughs> it's like, oh, time is of the essence. Mate, that, <laughs> I, I, I went straight on to back it and I was number 60 something. I, I missed out on the uh, first yeah. 50 freebies and everything. Likewise. Uh, this one's got eight days to go. So it is wrapping up on Friday, October the 23rd. And um, if you are in any way a Warhammer Fantasy Battles fan... Maybe don't look at it because the the cavalry mm. are just some of the nicest Bretonian slash Empire models I have ever seen, and this is what got me so excited because you got those, but then you got the two fantasy football teams, um, which look look as just as good. Twenty three pounds for sixteen plastic models, all oh, of just all of which are individually sculpted. Oh, it's too good. I think something I love about the, these is it's like. The classic Warhammer Fantasy Battle style, but with the modern polish. Yeah. So actually. they've captured like the aesthetic of the classic, but yeah, it just looks new, which is really nice. Because it is brand new. And one thing that we did get to break the news of, which I was super excited, is from talking through Noba at Norba, they were like, should we scale it up? I was like, yes, please. Yes, please. And so they've scaled it up. They've scaled their Blood Bowl teams up to the same scale as 2016 stuff. 
Brilliant, Nova. Um, Thank the, you. There's, there's always a chance it'll be a little bit smaller or a little bit larger, but quite frankly, look at the Pro Elves uh, versus the Wood Elves. Like, they are, they're kind of, yes. you know, there's always that range. And, oh, man, if they look, I'm just, I just can't wait. I've backed two. They're, all the stretch goals are absolutely flying through. There's, like, cool individual star players. Um, got a sneak peek of this death guy, which I forgot to forward, actually, because um, I just... They're doing some cool stuff, and I'm so excited, and I want them to make more and more and more fantasy football. And look at that. There's 80 people that have backed the fantasy football team, and that and there's just how many, how many people in total because 386 backers. So a bunch of those could be picking up the bubble teams as well as expansions. It's what, so. it's what we've said. It's, um, this, this could be the new, like, you know, the bar. Mantis, this new Warlord games, the new alternative, yeah. the, the, the primary alternative. If 88 people here have experienced this and, you know, when the models come through, hopefully it lives up to it. Um, yeah, this could be this could be good. And so I'm looking at the trebuchet. This thing is awesome. There's a trebuchet? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, there's a Bretonian ah. trebuchet and it just looks fantastic. I, stay, I really need it. to stay away from, from this guy. Oh, 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 there is a trebuchet. Yeah. <laughs> come on, come on. Where's the search function? Do a better job, search function. Um, oh, that is cool. Like, I just, I love seeing more miniatures come out. And yeah, I know I'm, we're big on Games Workshop because they are in charge of Blood Bowl. <laughs> mm -hmm. And we love all the third party stuff, especially the metal stuff. Ben is, is crazy for metal models, um, yeah, especially ones with, with, with being big wings. Um, that break off in transit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're not a war gamer if you haven't had wings fall off in, tran in transit. It's, it's just a yeah. thing. Oh, my high elf Pegasus um, rider was the oh. worst. <laughs> Oh. I can imagine it would never... Like, you just have to put that in the car and just know it's not going to be in one piece at the other end. And the worst thing is, this was back in the days where our idea of like model transit was a Jacob's Cream Cracker box and a ton <laughs> of tissue paper. Like that... <laughs> <laughs> it didn't matter like it arrived in the location absolutely fine it wasn't until you took it out unwrapped it placed it and then moved it it's flying move of 12 inches it gets there it falls apart it's just like oh man <laughs> uh, no model made it it was so good anyway they've got trebuchets as well so please check out the Norpa yeah. Kickstarter because it is just super cool uh, I know I sound a bit fanboy about it but I, I want plastic I want alternative plastic games workshop I want alternative plastic blood bowl stuff yes I really do. I'm sorry. We've I... said more Blood Bowl is more better. Having options is good. It's healthy. It's competitive. See, Ben knows. Ben's it. Yes, competitive. Yeah. Good. Yes. We'll go with that. It's not competitive. It's not, it's not competition when you're just going to buy both. However, I'll take, yeah. I'll take that excuse. <laughs> I'll take that excuse. So that does wrap it up for uh, miniatures and Blood Bowl news. Two things left on the agenda today for news and whatnot one is that mega bowl is 17 days out now and it is yep. currently still being allowed ben and i were talking just before the show and we've both agreed that on monday the government will pop up and cancel it um but yep. if, if you're listening on saturday enjoy planning for a few more days we have got everything in place all the social distancing requirements we're ready to go in groups we've got all that prepped, all that planned. So as long as it stays safe enough to have a tournament or game day, I think is more appropriate to call it now. Uh, we'll be going ahead. Um, so yeah, I am. We'll, we'll be adhering to the government restrictions as they come up as well. Massively. So if massively. it does turn out that it's the new like, is it like tier system or something? Yep. If it falls into that category, then yeah, we will just cancel it. It was quite funny. I spoke to my mother earlier today, and she was like, "Oh, oh, we're 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 tier one," and I was like. I hate what else 
uh she had no idea i was like no tier three is where you want to be mum she was like are you sure and i was like absolutely tier three is way more fun and she was like oh i think they're all dying i was like what well, that's not <laughs> first of all that's not quite what the tier system means and secondly uh yeah. i'm talking about snotlings but yeah um i like i like the move of the government that's to good. to support our hobby by using the tier system um yep <laughs> It's clearly the right thing to do. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, this feels like a very good opportunity to say, I hope everyone is staying safe. And um, yeah, I just hope everyone's hunkering down, ready for 2021 to start and hopefully be a better place. Um, but we wait the news and waiting for news. Today is Saturday. Hello, everyone. Waiting for the 145 Twitch stream to start from Games Workshop. Um Gridiron and glory. What um, what do you mm. think? What do you think we're going to see, Ben? I I I don't know. I I really don't know. I'm scared to see because it it's a preview, right? So this is is in pre-order. We were expecting necromantic pre-order. Yes. Yeah. So it's probably not going to be that because it's a preview, and they tend to reveal new stuff at the preview, which is ridiculous in my opinion right now. But yeah, I mean. <sighs> You're right. That's what they're going to do. They're going to do the preview. They, I mean, I'm a massive fan of the majority of the stuff that Games Workshop make. Um, and I know yes. that they're fighting through a pandemic at the moment. But this whole we're going to preview stuff that you're not going to be able to even pre-order for like, like a very long time. Like not like a month. We're talking stuff like six to nine months in advance. How do you feel about that? It's a bit odd. It's it, you know. They love the hype train games workshop. They love it, but I don't know why they start setting it off so far in advance. Like, I remember we had this with Snotlings, right? We ah. were so excited to get them, but then like they just kept delaying it. And then by the time you get them, it's just like, yeah, you've got my Snotlings. If I had them like two months ago, I would have been like mega. I probably would have bought like three boxes of the things because that's how excited I was about it. So, so the Snotlings came out after blood bowl 2020 had been spoiled yeah yeah <clears throat> okay so yeah. snotlings had yet to be released and we knew the new necromantic team was coming mm-hmm. and we knew black orcs and imperial nobility were coming now the blood bowl 2020 yeah. was a bit of a disaster with regards to spoilers so when i say like x months in advance i appreciate that there's a ton of stuff that hasn't gone quite right for games workshop in that regard but Let's look at the Lumineth. Let's look at the, the, the big, big giants that have just landed in AOS. Those giants yep. were spoiled in March, I think. Yeah, On, yeah, I think you're right. And this is it. It's six months is so long. And I think, for my opinion, as a, as a mega consumer with problems, um, like it's, it's, I don't know, it's hard to stay excited about the next thing when you already know that you kind of want to buy the thing that's coming in a few weeks or a few months time. It, it's, yeah, I don't know. I agree. And I think it leads to, you know, you start shopping around for alternatives in advance. I've had that with these, these sons of bear, Matt, like people knew that you're going to have a giant army, but then they had like six months to find a get different other one. giants. <laughs> yeah. And to prep and to start <laughs> like building it, for it. Yeah. If they said, cool, you have a giant army now. Next week you can buy all the giants for your army. People are going to buy all the giants for their army. Yeah. I, I don't know. I can't guarantee that. That's just me speculating. But so two things on that. Just... One, did you see Mantic? Mantic Games. Yeah. Oh, that was... Absolutely. That, that, that was good. Knocked it out of the park. 
So it's big release day yeah. for big giants for Games Workshop. Mantic just casually chuck on their social media, hey, have you seen our hey, giant? <laughs> it's £25 and it's yeah. six inches. And you're like, oh, <laughs> just no, eight inches tall. And you're like, oh, oh, yeah. oh, 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 this is awkward. Um, yeah. And the other one was um, who did the Orc Kickstarter recently? It was a Grebo, kind of the World of yes. Warcraft style. Um, yeah, the Black Orc team got spoiled immediately. They were like, "Let's have two more big Black Orcs sculpted," uh, and boom, here's your Black Orc team from Grebo. And now you can, yeah, and you can get a Black Orc team before it's even out. Yeah, you get Black Orcs before Black Orcs. This one came first. Which it's just, I don't know. Now it was a bit of a shoot in the foot uh, sometimes, uh, but uh, the spoilers, yeah, the, you know, it, it leaked. It leaked. It leaked. Yeah. So in that regard, that's not their fault. However, this preview. They've got two choices now. They can do this preview and then show us the stuff we've already leaked. You know, like, let's look at the stars. Let's look at what's coming in the box. You know, let's look at the spike of the pitch for the Necro team. They can do that, but we already know that's coming. They've already previewed that. Or they can show us more stuff. And my my concern is because there's a dude, I think, that looks a bit high, Alfie, for Blood Bowl. Okay? If they yep. now spoil... A team that isn't even in the Blood Bowl 2020 rulebook. I think they're going one stage too far in advance. You're so right. You really are. That, <sighs> that's why I was thinking that when you, you mentioned high hours earlier, I'm just thinking, no way, because <sighs> we won't. How far away will that be? I mean, let's assume 2020 lands in December. Let's assume that the Necro team is coming out at the end of this month, although that needs to be announced soon if it's going to land by October, by um, that Halloween day. Um, mm -hmm. So I don't know. Maybe it could be January for high elves if they do it and it and it rolls right. But ah, oh, dude, <laughs> just it's yeah. just ah, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I want to. I want to stay excited, but I think that window is now too long. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's not just Games Workshop. Magic the Gathering, um, do a very similar thing where they've been trying to increase their revenue from Magic the Gathering. It was announced in their company strategy. And they are doing so much stuff. Uh, so they've got four sets a year for standard. That's what they've always done. But then there's also like two or three remastered sets a year. Plus there's like some fun stuff for Commander. Plus there's like a... Um, are we going to talk about uh, The Walking Dead? <laughs> oh, Matt, and The Walking Dead. So they are absolutely spamming these releases as well, which is fine. And it's it's interesting. They're the kind of the other way. They're like, hey, we've got this cool stuff coming out in four weeks. And you're like, oh my God, I've just paid for the other stuff like i don't know we are having this this kind of consumer boom um which is great but yeah i think i think four months is my limit or at least just i, I do think they lose a bit of cash because i did not buy a giant yeah. i didn't buy a giant because i know necromantic is coming yeah if i didn't yeah, know it's... necromantic was coming i would have bought that giant and then when necromantic came i would have bought that as well even though it's a bad idea and exactly we know too much yeah and it is slowing down the spending um anyway uh, you guys listening let us know what you think about this uh, whether it's good bad or ugly i'm intrigued and uh, talking about things that are ugly it's time to talk about my painting exploits in the hobby section so oh, don't be ridiculous <laughs> we'll take a quick break this is a good team and <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back with hobby
and it's hobby time. So this is where we talk about games we've played, things we've bought, things we've built, things we've painted, just general hobby stuff. So Ben, have you had a chance to do any cool hobby recently? I've actually done a lot of hobby. Yes, you um, have. None of it Blood Bowl, but you know, <laughs> I keep, it's just it's just what I'm playing at the moment. I've, I've got a friend in my bubble who we play 40k with, um, and. Yeah, so that's the game I'm currently playing. So that's why I'm playing a lot of it at the moment. When we start getting the league back and to get together, it'll like be Blood Bowl again. But yeah, I feel like I've been sort of on fire a bit with 4K. I've been getting my vehicle method down. Honestly, so I can paint stuff really quick. Those vehicles, those orc vehicles, are beautifully done. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Really, um, really impressive. Like I really like it. Yeah, been trying new stuff with oil washing. So using oils for wash, which I hadn't done before. Um, you should uh, you should do a painting video for that. <laughs> need to edit the last one <laughs> painting with ben um, yeah it's coming it's coming <laughs> in 2021 whenever games workshop releases blood bowl 2020 that's when you get a painting video. when the tree men come yep. yeah <laughs> um, there you go i think no, we need that on a shirt now it, there's a lot of videos on it already it'll be quite good to do it in the context of blood bowl though which would be quite interesting because i think you could do some interesting stuff it is really good for getting like proper grim dark looking stuff it's really deep shadow and then you could take off the entirety of the surface so it's like a, what a normal wash kind of dulls the whole lot down yeah it's like you would keep the paint underneath because you kind of just erase where you don't want it and then the, the recesses are really dark would it would it work so, on small scale stuff or is it really best yeah, for big panels absolutely. no absolutely you could do i've seen like you get a few painters who do all the competition painting stuff yeah they there's a there's a lot of them just do entire miniatures with you know just oils that's just showing and it's off. pretty interesting to watch <laughs> that's just showing off yeah. no it's just thinking, it is it's, it's, but it's just... quick though like they these guys can do like war bands in a day and yeah, but yeah the things like like man of war or spaceships and stuff is that is that the kind of thing that would help accelerate that because i i use yeah. i use a lot of washes for the small scale stuff that for the small scale stuff like I have a weird mm. thing for three millimeter tanks um, because I love tanks and I love the fact that three, three pound millimeter might drown it. Yeah, but... <laughs> yeah, that's it. There you go. That's that's the thing to watch. Um, oh, that's that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So mm. no no blood bowl hobby on the go just yet, but our league will be starting soon in two weeks. Yeah, in theory, that's really exciting. Uh, one, two, okay, three weeks. Three weeks yesterday, we should be able to have our first league week. We're going to have a couple of weeks of Blood Bowl 2020 games to round up. I think I think I get to play against uh, Sam Frenzy Garner next week. Oh, nice. Um, I'm tempted to take... Goblins? I think he is. I'm tempted to take the Snotlings. Um, oh, that'll be an interesting match. Goblins versus Snotlings, you know? Goblins will never seem so OP. Yeah, I know. Uh, but, but on the other side, like, is it a good... Uh, way to learn blood bowl 2020 but sam's played plenty of well he won a blooming tournament oh you're both they? veterans so yeah it'll be fine yeah, it'll be good um yeah oh which means i need to paint even more it's not less <laughs> you, you might be able to borrow some if you just need it for the league <laughs> i can yeah. probably give you some paint it's not links oh that's the show notes we don't want the show notes we want no we don't want that either where's my snotling team gone have i lost it i think i have there it is there it is is that it I had a picture. There's the picture. There we go. Of my Snotling team. In the background. There might be a common theme, actually, for, for Snotling teams in the league of just asking people to borrow their Snotlings. <laughs> just like, I don't have enough Snotlings. Can I have some? Um, <laughs> honestly, I, I think I'm just going to use my Noblars. Uh, That's a good show, actually. Rather That's than it. buy another box. I mean, I love the pump wagons. They are so much fun once you've built the first one and accepted your fate. Um, but I think 
I don't know if I want to buy another. I want another box for Underworld. That's absolutely fine. That's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Has to happen. But at the same time, I don't know if I want to do that right now. I might just use the Chaos Noblars. Uh, to be honest, they'll stand out as rookies. Ed, that's so easy to identify. Yeah, that's exactly it. They're, they're the crowd. They're the riotous rookies that come on and do stuff. Um, so yeah, I got my Snotling team very hastily painted. And the reason I very hastily painted it is because I had a game planned in with Ian Warhan and Hannah. We were going to do another match for YouTube. And unfortunately, Tiff got poorly. So um, I did the dutiful husband thing and stayed home and uh, didn't play Blood Bowl. Mm -hmm. um, but it was one of those moments where I was up till 2 o'clock in the morning. Uh, I was, I'm sure I was watching NFL, you know. Or I was watching reruns or something. I was, I, was, I was in the studio, had it on the screen. I was painting the snotlings, and I went to bed at like half past one. And I was like, "Yes, it's not perfect. They're not finished, but they will do. I'm happy with this." And then, like five thirty in the morning, we were up because she wasn't very well. <laughs> I was like, oh. "Those are the best evenings when you when you just have like a really good session, and you go to like the early hours of the morning just because you, you just want to finish it. Yeah, and then it's done." You yeah. get it like you go to bed, or you take pictures and you post them in the group chat, like ridiculous early hours of the morning. Yeah, I, I no get that from you. We get that from you very regularly, and Ian, and yeah. Ian, to be fair, like we'll have like a random yeah. post from him at like half past twelve, and he's just finished this insane model. Different, uh, mm. so Ian actually gets up in the morning as well. <laughs> Struggle with that part. But... Yeah, he's stay-at-home dad. Yeah. So I think while that, <laughs> while she's down for a nap, he gets to just do a cheeky little bit of painting. But anyway, I, I did get the team mostly painted. I can go back now at my leisure and do actual highlighting, actual doing. I missed a few tongues and stuff. But I can now go back and do the bellies and things when I'm ready. Um, the flock was a bit brighter, though, remember. Then I realised it was because it was my my um, my Bacchus flock. And Bacchus is uh, six mil. So I accidentally oh, okay. used uh, short grain rather than my standard one. But I got to play with little... What did I use? Oh, it's actually just called bushes. Got my my model zone stuff out, which is cool. I love I love fancy basing. I think that's why I like the small scale stuff so much. It's you it do... adds so much to it. Just having a good base. Yeah. Oh, that was it. That was my my goal. I mean, I think I did this for all of the seven Super Series teams last year. This year, I, some year was it last year? I don't even. Yeah, it must have been last year. <sighs> um, <laughs> back when we could see each other. Yeah. And I like spammed five teams out of an evening and. Uh, yeah, there's a difference between painting seven guys and 27 guys. Like, I do remember that. Yeah, you were just like, yeah, we're recording tomorrow. I'm just like, do you want to handle the team? Yeah. Like, no, I've got them. <laughs> Two hours later, just like, Ben, I've done them all. Yeah, I, like, I got what? most of them done. I had, to, I think the human team, I had to wait an extra day to finish. Uh, yeah. But yeah, they're not great. Look fine on camera. Exactly. And you can go back then at a later date and do the edge highlighting and stuff. And and you never yeah. you never do, but they're they're mostly finished. That's fine. Uh, I love the trolls. Use the the gut rock trogoths. Um, yeah. To be fair, yeah, a good those are pre-built ones that Milton gave me. Um, he was like, "I oh, get rid of these trolls. Does anyone want them?" I was like, "Yes, please." So I've got a sealed box of rock gut trogoths somewhere. Um, that saved me a lot of effort as well. So I oh, just love them. But it did feel like painting an AOS thing. Like I, I based like twenty two miniatures, and I was like, "Wow, this is the most miniatures I have painted for a single anything." in a massive amount of time like maybe ever actually <laughs> actually actually ever yeah i think that's yeah personal best it's right there it is a unit right it's a unit um and if there was a way to use this in aos i would be right there because this is a fun way to do stuff so painting snotlings 10 out of 10 recommend um right what else what else has been going on ben uh, any games or anything um i don't 
think so. Uh, oh, no, there was. I Actually, I don't know if I said this in the last one. I, I taught a friend, Blood Bowl. Yeah, I know we talked about it, but I'm, I can't remember if it was on the cast or not. Yeah, I don't think I, don't, I, don't think I did. Yeah, it was my friend, same friend who I play 40k with. Um, his name's Chris. Uh, he's a great guy. Um, and he said, just like, he just said, oh, yeah, I checked out your podcast. And it's uh, it's really cool. And he kind of fancied a game because he, he said, yeah, sure, we'll play a game for Blood Bowl. So I offered him some of the teams I had. I said, you got this choice. He said, um, oh, I quite like dwarves. And I'm just like, do you? <laughs> <laughs> and, um, but basically I advised against it purely just from a, while they'd be good to learn, I haven't had them painted and they were all kind of looking the same. And if you're learning like positions and stuff, it's handy to be able to identify. Oh, absolutely. So um, yeah, with like, Jokes aside, I just didn't think it'd actually be that suitable to learn. So I said, like, there's some other choice. But he likes Skaven as well. So I said, okay, Skaven are good. Skaven are good to learn with. Very forgiving team. Simple. Yeah, we'll do Skaven. And I went up against my high elves because they were also simple stats. Um, uh, and so it was, yeah. it was a 2016 game then? It was 2016. Yeah, I said, we just do current rules just because one is familiar to me and I don't want to teach stuff that even I'm not confident on. Um, <laughs> well, we had problems and... when we played sevens, didn't we? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> going back. Um, but no, um, it was good. Yeah, I sort of did it like a tutorial, kind of like how Blood Bowl 2 teaches it, where it's kind of, nice. here is the ball, run the ball to the end zone. And then you're just like, and now there is a guy in the way. How are you going to get past? You have two options. You can dodge a block. And You, you, um, you dungeon mastered this. That's wicked. It was. Yeah, it pretty much was. So then I, like, as he was running, I'm just like, aha, but there is a guy in the way now. <laughs> put a player down and he has a friend. <laughs> he is like the advantage like yeah and i did say like it's basically advantage disadvantage because he's a D player a oh, experienced perfect. player perfect perfect so perfect. i sort of use it in that reference where it's advantage disadvantage and then yeah. it, it really is really isn't it i mean yeah rolling two dice it's pretty much dice pool mechanics are like that i like that oh, oh nicely yeah. done who won in the end yeah he loved it he picked he won he actually beat yeah. me I, I, like we, we played a half we played one half because obviously learning mm. but i didn't i didn't go easy like he he pulled out all the stops he just it just snagged straight away um He's, he is a smart guy and a good player. So, um, well, if he survived forty k, like, yeah, and he's always been like in like puzzle solver. You know, I think he was a chess player in school and stuff like that. Ooh, so wow. he's always had that kind of logical mind. So it kind of really just fell into place, and he's really looking forward to playing again. So ah, drag him to the league. Yeah, sometime. bring him down to the league. Um, no, that's that's wicked. Uh, I got a game in. It's on YouTube now with Ian. I did get a game in with Ian. Um, kind of thought we should try and do what we could for content before. You know uh, anything mega mega lockdown happened down south and uh god i, I played dwarves um yeah i played dwarves we just thought we'd, we'd play around with teams ian chose some teams and uh, it was dwarves versus goblins because ian loves to be the underdog he played me with uh played my skaven um with his halflings on our previous game so both these are on on the youtube channel which is just a few people away from hitting 2000 subscribers now which is really cool so if you are listening and you're not following please please give us a, a little subscribe it would, be, it would be awesome um but yeah got a game with dwarves and um i played them like skaven which was hilarious um i actually did <laughs> i side caged at Said one no point <laughs> and uh i don't know i thought they were fine um but man it felt a little bit OP, just blocking, just p 
putting the blockers next to goblins and just being like, right, you're moving. It was just the most blue player thing anyone's ever done on a blue ball. Yeah, pitch. nice dodge. Nice uh, dodge you have there. You know. <laughs> no, too... Why is it not armbar then? Why is it not armbar? Dude, I, I know, I know, it's crazy, but um, it was a much closer game than it could have been, and it was it was a proper game. It wasn't. It wasn't a maul. Well, it was a maul. Like, like many, many dwarves were killed um, against goblins. Yeah. I think it's probably the way I played them. But I actually had fun playing dwarves. So I apologise to those of you out there, including Graham, um, who is our kind of resident dwarf apologist. Um, and yeah, I really enjoyed it. Ian had a great game. Um, goblins are fun. They, they. Oh, we said this before that actually they they got they got hurt a little bit this edition with the lack of star players. No, no, they just they just have to use the players they've got in their roster. And um, they have a lot. They have a few built-in star players, don't they? So Yeah, and I, I like that. I thought it was really good. We we both played about a million build. Um Ian didn't use a bombardier. Uh did he use mm -hmm. a pogoer? I can't I'm not sure if he used the pogo actually. Um if he did I killed Definitely it. Definitely diver and fanatic, didn't he? And the chainsaw. Um but he might have gone for a bigger bench knowing that he was against dwarves. Uh, oh, yeah, he probably did. Which was and he took two bribes as well, so that's 100k. However, from going through the star players uh, again on YouTube, star player spotlight, looking at all the star players in Blood Bowl 2020, what teams they can play for and whatnot. I'm pretty sure goblins get some um, some really good stars. In fact, I think they get access to Hackflem now. Uh, I think you're right because the, the snotlings get them as well, isn't it? I think all the stunties, or they, actually halflings probably don't, but like the um. So no, Halflings get Griff. Yeah. That's... <laughs> and, and Carla and stuff. I think this is... Um, we, we talked about star players. Underworld fellas, isn't it? Hack yeah, where is it? Where are you, Hack Uh Favoured of or Underworld Challenge? So, no, I don't think they get for Hack Flem, actually. I th are, are Goblins not Underworld Challenge? No, I don't think they are. Let's have a look. The Snotlings are, right? Uh, oh, yeah, no, Goblins are. Yeah, Underworld Challenge. Yeah. They do get Hack Flem. So, I don't know. I think that's what we'll see... We could potentially see once people kind of when the mentality shifts to the new edition. Um, I think Hackflem for 180k on a goblin team is going to allow you to do goblin-y stuff, but also you've got a strength three gutter runner who's um, going to be able to do insane amount of things. So I, I don't know. We could see we could see Stunties winning games regularly on the reg. So it could be quite Dream. cool. I know I'm very up with that. It points at Snotling team. Um, it's not the hack flem snotlings. That's where it's at. I do need to still build Grack and Crumbleberry, but uh, oh, actually, I did. I did some hobby other than my snotlings. Yeah, I actually undercoated both my Windsor Chog Elf stars. So uh, Willow and um, can't remember her name. Glorial Summer Bloom. Glorial. Yeah. yeah. Uh, didn't have any white spray, so I used my green. And um, yeah, I don't know. I went through like a brown undercoat phase and the white undercoat phase. Now I'm into a green undercoat phase because it's all I've got and it's working brilliantly. Oh, I do, do you think anything natural, anything new, like if you can't do like, you know, your gray and stuff like that, just a neutral tone as always, you can't go wrong. Yeah. Like I'm, a natural one. I think this green undercoat is going to work really well because one's wood elfy and one's yeah. a tree. So that brown green effect will work brilliant. I do need to get some more brown spray so I can finish off uh, all blooming 30 of my mana warships. Um, just 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 for something else to do however i'm really hoping ben that we get necro in a couple of weeks um, yeah that will be exciting that's a brown undercoat team as well isn't it 
Yeah, that I think that team will be pretty quick to paint up. And then you just got to do some pumpkins, really, haven't you? Yeah, I think you've got to do a sheet, which oh, is white. Yeah, yeah. But you can you can work <laughs> that up from a from a brown undercoat. I really like the army army painter um, colored undercoats. I think Entoyment does sell them, so I have to pick up a can of grey, a can of brown while I'm there. Um, it just helps with everything. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that is about it for me for hobby and, and games and stuff. How about you? Yeah, I think that's about it as well. Again, it's been quite quick, but actually quite a lot has been done. So, And you've got a nice yeah. week off planned, Ben, which is very nice. Yeah, I've got the next week off work, which is awesome. Gonna, I was considering taking some Blood Bowl teams to paint up while I'm away. Um, just having a little weekend away and just like a you know, like a caravan, basically, just chilling out with the girlfriend. And yeah, it's just going to be really nice. So Bit just kind of time. somewhere in the middle of nowhere, away from people, away yeah. from work, <laughs> and just reset. It's going to be good. Well, I hope you're going to be allowed to travel in and out of there and everything and there's not going to be yeah affected by i think lockdown. i think cornwall was pretty like well, you know it's pretty safe rural. but it's about our place if we're allowed to leave so we'll have to see mm. it's on monday so you know uh-huh. everything will change on monday <laughs> that's what i'm worried about um yeah. that's what i worried about and um i had a i had a bit of time off as well it was tiff's birthday which was really lovely um we went nowhere obviously but we did find a cool cocktail bar down the road um, in the middle of Hive, where we live, and Hive is like a retirement village. So, and this was <laughs> such an odd place for a cocktail. Dude, and this place had opened up during lockdown as well. So we went for oh. there's a I don't know, there's a cool grill and burger place. So we went there for for dinner. And as we were walking around there, we, on the corner, we were like, oh, that's uh, that place that used to be an Italian restaurant is now a, a cocktail bar. Maybe we'll go in there for cocktails afterwards, as long as we're out by 10. So we popped in, and it was really lovely. We had a booth, and everyone was wearing masks. It was really separate. It was really good. And um, naturally, because this is what we do, we just got talking to the owner because that, you know, we're like one of 10 people in there. And we we're like, how, how, why, how? And he was like, yeah, people keep asking me that. <laughs> I was like, well, how long have you been here? He's like, oh, we have about, about three months ago. And I'm like, was that even legal? And, and I, yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah, people say that highs right. really close after like seven o'clock. And I'm like, well, of course it is. That's when Emmerdale's on. Like, this is. <laughs> <laughs> this is where <laughs> Southampton has a line of just pure water and all the students are on one side of it <laughs> and like basically you can't easily get across it's um yeah late night high ferry trips I don't know but it was wicked uh, I drank some purple drinks and had Sambuca and it was just uh, absolutely lovely um it was good it was really good I'm feeling way better about everything after a few days of just chill I actually started catching up on some of my discord messages today as well so you guys out there who are in a discord sorry I've not been around it's been hectic I started working through all the PMs um, I've got on there so uh, yeah give me a give me a week to catch up but um, I'm looking forward to, to getting some more stuff on the go with the discord and oh my goodness Ben one thing we haven't talked about is the story competition oh my gosh yeah uh, we got 22 entries. Rob's got two more to share with us, and we got some reading to do. So over the next week, we'll be going through all of the entries and then sending off our favourites to um, Andy Hall, our guest celebrity judge from the Black Library. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, we should know the winner by the end of the month. It may not be in time for the episode that lands on October 31st. I think with the timeline and everything, it will probably be the first episode in November that the winner is announced. But I did start warming up some of the audio recordings today. Um, there's there's a, there's, yeah. some, there's some really good ones. It's going to be fun to do and hopefully fun to listen to. 
and seriously 20- it's, a lot, it's a lot to read so it might take a little bit longer than they usually do <laughs> so yeah i mean yeah. uh we had, uh, we've got 22 entries that i've logged rob's got a couple and we are at just under fifty thousand words um from all those entries smallest was 600 biggest was 5200 like it's so cool and it's this dude there's some serious stuff it's so good i'm so excited to share this with everyone um so thank you so much for everybody's entered um we're gonna have to really up our game we that you know for for what comes next but give us a month to catch up and then we'll go into november then it's gonna be christmas and um i've got some stuff planned that i actually haven't cleared with ben yet so we'll we'll, we'll do that later we'll, <laughs> we'll talk through that later because uh, yeah we we're gonna have a good december we're gonna have a good december regardless of what the world is doing and um, once we get through this mega bowl situation once we go into november we should have a clearer view of what's happening with Blood Bowl 2020 with the Necro team. And we can start making plans because it's time to start looking at next year's tournaments and things. And I'm inclined to book all four again and just hope they're all right. What do you think, Ben? I think so. I think it's better to plan and cancel than to just never not have it and that yeah. would have been fine, if that makes sense. Yeah, uh, we've, um, we've, can- yeah. we've cancelled our wedding now. Um, because that was looking ropey. We didn't want to spend X grand for 15 yeah. people because at that point it's <laughs> hundreds and hundreds per head and it's just pointless. So uh, we've we basically pushed it back a year, exactly a year, and um, we are getting married at Registry Office Star on the same day. So still planned for um, May 22nd. And we've booked nice. the venue for the year after. And what we're going to do is we're going to celebrate our one-year anniversary and have a big party for about a fifth of the price because no one's going to use the word wedding because we've already been married. Exactly. Which that's is the way to go. Yeah. That's but, got a lot to learn from doing that because yeah. that seems like a good shout. Uh, it was Tiff's idea, which is brilliant. She's very pragmatic. Um, and I'm like, whatever you want. Like, thank you for marrying me. I appreciate that. That's good. I will go along with anything. That's so, good. yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, but hopefully the, it clears up and we can do the whole stag do a Warhammer World playing Blood Bowl. Um, that would be oh, cool. But I know that, that would be good. Nottingham is uh, bottom of the Stunty Cup at the moment, I think, in the tier rankings. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Um, I think I think like Nottingham is one of the bits that's that's properly locked down. So I don't know. We've got six months, but we'll see. We'll yeah, see exactly. Right. Let's talk some more Blood Bowl nonsense, Ben. We'll take a break and we'll be right back. Okay, so our first proper topic for today is going to be talking about this idea that we had ages ago and it's been bandied about a couple of times, Turbo Leagues. So um, before we move on, Ben, do you have any idea what I mean by Turbo Leagues? Um, since I've seen the show notes, vague idea. <laughs> when you first approached it, I'm just like, what is that? <laughs> so it's a cracking time to bring this back up to the forefront because... Wobble is about to hopefully progress with starting up a, a little mini league again. And I think there's probably going to be a load of places that are itching to get theirs going one way or the other. Um, and one thing about tabletop league versus online league is the grind takes months and months and months. And we're in a situation now where we're not likely to be able to play multiple games very often. So uh, if you've got a league that played every week, I, I mean, we had a league that played every week. That is now not going to be the case because limited numbers means we're kind of splitting it up a bit. Um, we've got a maximum of 10. Our league historically floated between kind of like 15 to 25 people. Um, yeah. So 
I imagine what's going to happen is we'll play every other week. So there'll be like a group of guys who go one week and then those who didn't get to play go the next week. Um, Ian is kind of sorting that out with regards to making it fair so that everyone can come along and play games. So realistically, it's going to be two games a month. And we're in a brand new rule set with a brand new development system. And yes, there will be people out there who I think want to uh, progress their teams excuse me as quickly as possible and turbo leagues it were was an idea that we've been i've seen before many places um so basically how do you go around advancing your teams faster than normal so you get that league development you get that player development more than anything so i thought it was worth just uh, i thought it was worth just having a bit of a chat about what you can do or what the different ways are to run a kind of turbo league so and I really love uh, to get your opinion on these, Ben, as we as we go through a couple of the different examples. So the first one is what would happen if you just doubled the SPP for everybody? So for everything. So touchdown, six SPP. Casualty, four SPP. With a view of looking yeah. at Blood Bowl 2020, what do you think about that? Um, Like in theory, like on paper, immediately I just think, well, we'll just people level up twice as fast but i think it would be more than that right because you could spread them out a lot easier so like kind of like you say it's six spp from a single touchdown beforehand you would kind of to get a, a level on a dude you would need to do multiple oh no it's three spp now isn't it yeah uh, you know i mean i think or to get up to six spp choice yeah. you just need to do that yep with one guy and then you can do the second one with another guy. I think it would actually have a bigger impact on the game than we think. Like, it, it would still, you guys would double up twice as fast, yeah. But it will spread it out. It would be a lot easier to spread stuff out, I feel. Yeah, yeah, I think, you're, I think you're right there. I mean, when you look at the Blood Bowl 2020 leveling up system and things like that, um, now there's, like, multiple choices. So, like Ben said, in the olden times... Well, actually, not even the olden times. Of the times now, uh, you score a touchdown, you get three SPP. Now in Blood Bowl 2020, that means you have that choice of going, I will take a random skill or I'll save up for the next one. If you're going to do a Turbo League with double SPP because you want to get people advancing and everything like that, it's a great way to do it. But you're going to have those spiky players be even spikier. So yeah, the war dancers are going to take literally i mean when we talked about stat ups and stuff ben war dancers were one of the few that were just like i will take anything on this guy yeah whether it's move strength agility passing well not passing but you get to swap that down for one of the other stuff so you know a war dancer to get to 18 spp is only three touchdowns he can do that in a game um okay. if you're going to double the spp so one of the biggest downsides of turbo leagues is that what do you do with them afterwards? Now, Ben, you were kind of a pro at campaign systems, having built one, at least a couple for 40k and stuff. Um, those tend to be self-contained, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's usually within a small group. So Blood Bowl, uh, from a league point of view, is pretty open. And it's kind of uh, there's kind of like a a single standard format for league there's not a lot of variation there's often a little bit of variation but there's not a lot like if you join a league you know that someone's had to play 27 games to get to 
I don't know, 15, 1600 TV, and you know that they're kind of, they've put in the man hours. If you were to run a turbo league for, I don't know, say three months, you know, six games, three months, what we're going to do is we're going to double SPP earned by anybody. What would you, how how would you feel about the teams afterwards? If you, if the world returns normally, you went back to regular league, what would you do with the teams? Would you allow them? Would you ban them? Would you end them? What would you do? You, you are right. It's like, well, again, theoretically, they'd be okay because they'd just be really high team value. Um, But yeah, they'd be really strong. Like, it would kind of almost feel unfair, I feel, in a way. I, I, I don't know if I started a new team and it went up against one that had, like, essentially triple the number of games in its bag. That's a big gap. And we've already had that issue of like with when it comes to redrafting into new leagues Ugh, um redrafting about the team disparity and we've had to try and find ways to adjust that yeah um i think this is going to another extreme so it'll be almost like yeah maybe this is kind of just for a one shot turbo so if you do that um on the one hand it's like cool this is a great way to get to grips with the new spp system with the new league system it's a great way to try out your dark elf team for six games mm-hmm. and see how it goes but league players hate that feeling of loss. Um, yeah. I mean, we've talked about this before with regards to why does it feel so bad to foul in person in a league? Well, because it's taken nine months to build up that player to level two. Like, it's taken nine months of my life. When online, you can just spam stuff. And there's so many games that actually you've got TV matching. And most of the time, it stays pretty close. If you've got a league, you rock up. You've got James's Dwarves, who are 1560. You've got my Skaven, who are, you know, 1600. And you're rocking up with a new team. Ugh, that's just rubbish. There's only so many, there's only so far star players can take you in that situation. And they've got better as the TV's got lower and they've got special powers, but they are not going to overcome 600 TV, really. Even with Grek and Crumbleberry. Um, yeah. <laughs> who I do recommend in every situation. is my new wizard. Um, okay, <laughs> so there's the double SPP version of Turbo League, but as you've rightly identified, Ben, it's going to feel weird if you keep those teams forever. So what if... So if you take a situation where it's like, we're going to play this league, guys, the teams are going to die afterwards. They're not. You're not going to be able to keep them because they are weird. Why not... Ju- At that point, it kind of almost feels like uh, a match... A kind of like a match play situation like a um like a tournament situation like what we did with uh um well when i played in lockdown bowl which was run by rob secret carnage uh it was just a four game league and you built stuff and they developed and they died and you suffered and that was it and it was gone at the end of it and it was it was fine because it was online but in person yeah. you know you kind of either want to play a practice game for the sake of practice game with nothing fun or a competitive reset game or a short-term game like a match play game i think you and i have spoken about this on the podcast like you know have a a standardized version of match play where you rock up and right we're going to play a a, we're going to play a a six-week league where it's going to be 1200 tv constructed here's your restrictions like at that point well, I don't know. What's what do you think the difference is between saying, "Hey, we're going to have these increased SPPs, but we're getting rid of it," and let's just gung ho. Here's you can build a team of twelve hundred TV. Have at it. Well, I think with a double XP, at least you're still 
leveling up your dudes and you have the element of choice it's it, it's it feels progressive and that's that's i think the appeal of league play in general is progressing i think just having a flat number each time there's just no progression and obviously that progression is slightly stunted when you're saying yeah they're gonna be wiped to the end of it it's kind of it is a sense of almost what's the point yeah um definitely play your elves differently that way <laughs> yeah yeah oh definitely um <laughs> Yeah, no, we're, uh, that's a really good point, actually. It would lead to whole new play styles, I feel. Um, passing might be more frequent if you want to give it to someone else to then get a level up. Yeah, especially if you're but, turbo, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think... Um, yeah, I, I, had a, I had a point. It's gone. Come back to me. <laughs> no worries. It's quite funny because we say that, but um, Rick, the Iron Man, uh, he played elves in a tournament, I think. And he was like, mm -hmm. he in a resurrection tournament, maybe it was sevens. Uh, I can't remember what he was playing them for. And it might have been sevens. And he was like, he loved it. Because he was like, I am doing stuff with these elves I would never do in League because I'm just going to go and put that guy in a horrible position because I know it doesn't matter because he's just coming back. He's free. Yeah, because yeah. it's, it's not going to cost me. And I do think the element of that, I think, I think that's why League just feels a bit more personal is because that risk-reward, it, it's not just your game. It is the next three games it's i need to play tight here to maximize yeah. my win percentage for the next round and and i think it's a costly gamble it's oh seriously you know this from elves i mean i'll I talk about this from a skaven point of view uh you know i i my linemen do not last at all um i'm very lucky mm -hmm. with my gutters to be honest but blitzer number two and linemen three four five they all die every time and it's just brutal and it's just okay um you know i got like i think one of them has actually just been renamed victim uh the third victim. or something <laughs> just just farm him off and just replace him and don't even change his jersey but um okay so that's some of the some of the angles when it comes to turbo leagues and some of the benefits uh, what about league seeding so this is something we did discuss on wobble and i think we talked about it last week and i don't think it's going to go ahead because i don't want to add the complexity i don't think if we're going to be working in smaller groups of people i'm not always going to be there and i think i'd rather just limit it but you know starting off with tier one gets six spp tier two gets nine tier three gets 12 spp and you can seed them around your players um what do you think to that, to get into a little bit of a boost, get into grips with the system? I like this one a lot more. And I like it, um, especially that you're saying before the league, because I think it gives you an idea of how stuff is going to level up and how you want to play in your first game. Knowing like, oh, okay, so all I really, like, let's say you took three SPP and you took a random skill on a guy and they got a really cool skill. You think actually rolling random is pretty good and maybe i only need the three spp on this person maybe they don't need to go all the whole hog to try and get to six i think it will give you a little bit of insight or sort of foresight more um into what to do and that's what we're trying to um that's the whole point of turbo leagues you've got two angles one normally is to get the league experience with less input and the mm -hmm. second is to try and figure out how stuff works like it's it's real tough to take a league team to sink three months into it just to find out that you don't really like how they play. Um, yeah. Oh, man. This is what happened with uh, Badlands Brawl. So we did like a, an escalation campaign for Age of Sigmar. We did one game a month and we, we started with this. But you had to keep your list and just add to it. I started my first game. Uh, half my list was just horrible. I didn't enjoy it. 
and I was stuck with that forever. And it was just rubbish. And I did, I didn't. We it, the whole thing just fell apart because everyone had these lists where it was like, oh yeah, this unit is not really that great. Uh, I'd really like to change my list, but I can't because we're now in the middle of this thing, and it was just a bit rubbish. So I kind of like the idea of of a turbo league or some kind of boost so that you can get in the space of three games, a kind of a feel of what the team would be like after nine, you know, after six games, like to get to that. I don't know. I think a lot of teams start humming at kind of like 1150, 1200. Like really, they start to have personality. They start to be your team at that point. And I think yeah. helping players get there is really good. But the choice makes it feel more matched play. Because if, yeah. if you say, right, you can bring a team, you start at 1200, but 100 of that is on skills. Uh, it's funny because we were talking about in the group, and this is why in the end we're probably going to pull the plug is because someone was like oh sweet i can spend uh, those spp and get leader on this guy so i can reuse the cash to buy something else and it's like all right now we're in tournament mode and that's that's not what we're trying to get after here we're trying to get after league but quicker um yeah but you could always you could always do a blanket ban saying you can't use these for leader or something yeah, yeah. i think actually what what you were saying with the age of sigma thing where you said sort of halfway through, you realize uh, it's not really for me. Maybe you're right in saying that we don't start with this injection at the beginning. We play a game or two games. And then you could even say, you know, oh, this new season has brought in a ton of new fans and everyone gets 16 SVP. So you like you, you instead you start slow and everyone gets an injection at the same time and then it ramps it up. That's not bad, actually. Game three or something. So this was the other thing about Turbo League, is uh, what if every player, or you just have such an incredible amount that you start off with X SPP on everybody, every single player. Just everyone. Basically, I'm, I would probably say that it's something more akin to, uh, you know, 30 SPP per team as opposed to six or something. Uh, kind of like that, where you can have less, multiple people level up multiple times and you kind of start in like a fresh season um the other way to do this is by drafting um like drafting skills and things as a group is also not a, it's quite an interesting way of doing it so whether you do it online you, you just love pick. A draft i <laughs> do love drafting i think it's great i think there needs to be more drafting in blood bowl somehow um <laughs> i don't know i just i love the idea of developing your team developing its identity but we're in blood bowl 2020 and i don't i don't know i just i can see a lot of lost time happening with players who are either going to take their old team and find out that it's different now um which i am worried about i think there's going to be a, a couple of coaches there who are playing their team and it just doesn't do what it used to do because it got better at something else normally which is something really cool i mean goblins is a cracking example of this um where it was the team you kept 800 so you could farm out that TV to get stars and that was your game. Buy stars, yeah. buy bribes, have lols. Well, now goblins don't do that. Like, you, you Still bribes, but... Yeah, you still yeah. bribes, but it's uh, it, it's just stuff. Macron announces nightly curfew in major French cities as COVID-19 sages... Uh, okay, thank you. Breaking news. <laughs> um, okay. All right, came in through on Twitter, and I was like, "Oh, someone said something on Twitter." No, it was just France having a terrible time. Just Macron. Yeah, everyone in France, take care, including Rick and all his family. Yeah, um, absolutely. Uh, I don't know. I just 
Turbo Leagues, I think, are great. And one of the first examples of it IRL I saw was uh, when Rich Saxby went down to play in the Entoyment League. And I think they all started at 1100. They had a couple of skill ups or someone got a random skill up at the beginning and everyone had uh, those cards. Like you draw two okay. cards a game and it kind of gave it a boost. And I did. I quite like the idea of that because, as you know, the benefit of League is you get to build something. So, I don't know. Any more thoughts on Turbo Leagues, Ben? Um, no, that's about it. I, I just think it's definitely worth considering. And like you say, especially in a climate where we might all get less games. Um, making them all count more is really quite nice. Getting and, more bang yeah, for your time is. I'm, I'm a bad person to talk about it though, because I, I am addicted to starting new things, and you know, I am not the person to carry a team to 200 games because <laughs> I'll be like, oh, and I haven't played with, you know, Underworld yet. Well, <laughs> it's time for that. Well, that's a, that's a really good point. What if uh, with your Turbo League teams or in a league? For perpetual for in in perpetuality in can't remember the word how to say it. Your first six games you get double SPP, and then it carries on. So you can join a that league. That would be pretty good for getting up to the major league stuff that we yeah you, often had to. You yeah. you join a league, and your first six games are double SPP. That's going to benefit some teams. It's going to not benefit others. Uh, but it kind of gives you a bit of an even playing field it, maybe it's just three games you know so you can rock up you can try yeah. necro for three games and then go oh, i really would rather play dwarves uh and you get that one two three game boost um i don't know I that's don't a know. proper like mobile game way of looking at it i like that actually <laughs> yeah and then it's you like... can pay for gems and if you use 50 gems yeah. you get uh extra sbp <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly i don't I'm know monetize wobble now we could do it we we have wobble dollars that's what this is all going to be working towards yeah. so i don't know it's, it's a genius idea um anyway guys let us know what you think uh on turbo leagues whether it's a good idea bad idea what you can be used for um and how you're going to get the most out of your blood bowl 2020 playing time because it's going to be a little while before blood bowl 3 is here and it's going to be a little while before everyone can play leagues as regularly as we would like so we need to make our games count as best as possible um and on that actually you know what let us know if you'd like to see more blood bowl 2020 11's coverage or blood bowl 2027's coverage because we can farm out sevens games like nobody's business but the full-sized games take literally twice as long to do and twice as long to edit so it's almost three games of sevens or one game of elevens um mm -hmm. and i'm i don't know i've had a few games of 2020 and i am thinking that sevens will be buzzing for it so i don't know i don't know let us know your thoughts because I, I kind of i miss sevens already um and, yeah. <laughs> and you know elevens is great i'm looking forward to the league but i don't know there is just something about three games for one that is just utter value for me that's good oh, really good i love sevens i'm sitting there looking at my sevens pitch um anyway <laughs> we'll take a little break and we'll be back with our next topic And we're back, and uh, we're just going to spend a little time here now wishlisting about stuff that we want to see from Blood Bowl 2020 and stuff we kind of expect to see. So put it out on every channel imaginable that we have um, to see what you guys wanted to see um, added to Blood Bowl 2020 or to happen, because I think we kind of got talking about this the other day, Ben, where it's like what happens next with Blood Bowl 2020 is kind of open 
it's open to games workshop and and this is the thing that is actually might scare some people the last four teams to yeah. be released were new teams okay mm-hmm. now three of them two of them haven't landed yet but old world alliance snotlings black orcs imperial nobility they are all new teams every team we got this year yes. was new um except and to some extent like tweaked new older ones as well so necro you know, and underworld factor in yeah yeah both got yeah. tweaked so all right let's up that so six teams are different. Old World Alliance, did you include that one? Yeah, yeah. Old World, one of the four new. Did, yeah. That's Snotlings, yeah. uh, Imperial Nobility, and um, Black Orcs are all course, brand yeah. new teams. So there's still a few teams missing. So Chaos Dwarf, Amazon, Norse, Vamps, Kemri. One more team I'm missing, probably. High off. Oh, yeah, there you go. That was, sorry, yeah. Ben, that was not personal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I love High Elves. It's the one with the feather, it's fun. Yeah. Well, this is it. So straight off the bat, we've got this preview coming out today as this episode airs. So hopefully one of one of us can follow up and get on the social medias as it lands uh, to get our thoughts out. Um, I think that spoiler might be high elves, you know. I, I think I was sort of ripping on it earlier on, but the more I think about it, the silhouette is pretty high elf. Standing there with a helmet is pretty high elf. I don't feather? Know. I don't know enough about Warhammer to, to be feather. Like we haven't seen that feather in nobility, but I don't know enough about Warhammer to know feather is a high elf thing. I can see them being fancy. I can see yeah. them being fancy. Um, well, the good thing about this is that quite a lot of people who have messaged us saying what they want to see is uh, the old teams get the old teams back in. Um, yeah. So I think that's what a lot of people just really want. Is they the- want reassurance they can use their existing stuff. And that's it. And let's talk about this for a second. Is that should Games Workshop give a flying monkeys about that? Do they? I, I I think yes. I think from a well from a corporate and you know financial perspective, they have no incentive to. Um, but for a customer service and like you know being nice. <laughs> I think they should. I, the teams of legend will be nice. We still don't know if that's one hundred percent going to be a thing properly. We've heard um, we've heard rumors that it is confirmed, but a, a rumor that confirms something <laughs> is still a rumor. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't exactly. know. Exactly. It, it's it's not set in stone saying yes, you can use your existing teams. We don't we don't know what that encompasses yet. Yeah. So, well, I'm right yeah. there. I would like all the missing teams to come back, but I want to see them all get. A tweak one way or another um, so how do you feel about people with like third party teams let's say a nice expensive one from Grebo, which then won't be compatible with dude i've got i got the vortice kemri arriving in december true um that's would it, you be miffed if they added a new position which didn't have um it's tough isn't it i mean i don't think i don't think that plays into games workshop one way or the other which i think is kind of nice um i know it always feels like they've done this to upset the third parties but i don't think they really care that much about it because if they publish if they publish a rule book so say they bring out high elves now um and they publish it when it when they come out say they do the pdf okay those teams that they don't sell is going to force everybody to who wants to play them 
to go out and get models. They are not those. All the teams that are missing are not easy to build out of Games Workshop stuff, with the exception of um, the High Elves. But then again, getting a hold of High Elf heads, Ben, is not yeah, that's the eBay job. Yeah, not easy. Chaos Dwarves, not easy. Vampires, not easy. Amazons and Norse, not easy to do well. I mean, the Chaos Marauders. Well, classic for Norse, but realistically, that does not look um, as good as as the options currently. So this is why I'm kind of reticent to expect that PDF on launch, because it's a nice to have, but it really nets them nothing when it comes to new players. And Games Workshop are there to entice new new players. That that's your yeah. That's your in-app purchase, Ben. If we're gonna talk about yeah, that, there you go. <laughs> that's your in-app purchase. They want new stuff. Um, so I fully expect to see a high elf team, but I don't I don't know a hundred percent if we're gonna see those rules until they land. But I would like them to land. But that's the other thing is if they want those teams in, I can see them tweaking them a bit as well. Um, and yes, that would suck if you've got a third-party team. Uh, I just, I don't know. I just don't think it marries up with Games Workshop marketing or the Games Workshop identity at the moment because they don't do that for any other game anymore. AT, Adeptus Titanicus, Necromunda, that stuff, you don't get rules unless the models are out or coming very yeah. soon. And I think Yeah, it's... they did that a lot with 40k yeah. where like... They pretty much axed everything that doesn't have a model. Yeah. Well, they, I think they didn't they even ax like most of the stuff that you don't come in the box with options. That was terrible yeah. English. Yeah. But basically, you know, they can only have the weapons that the model comes with, or we sell the upgrades for. Because it yeah. because it's good for the it's easy for the new players who can't you know it's 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 difficult it for them to go and source other stuff, um, and it also just doesn't line their pockets. So yeah, I think it does. Like without getting too much into it, mm. I think there's an element of creativity that gets a bit sapped away with it. A little bit. Um, I think having an option saying this is cool, we could see what you come up with with the stuff we've given you. But um, yeah, then it just encourages other people to sell, to scrounge off the IP. It's, it's so. really interesting. I mean, what what do you think, Ben? Straight up now, do you think we're going to get a PDF? And do you think those teams, if we do, are going to be exactly the same as they are now? positional wise uh yes you think we're gonna get a pdf and you think it's gonna be i think i think they're warhammer legends it where they say here is a passing stat here is a keyword um we will never update these again oh interesting i Um, think that's what they'll do with it i hope we'll see a pdf um I I have I have my doubts, but I really hope we see a PDF. And I think you're right, though, Ben. If they do come up with a PDF, it will be what we've got now with worse passing stats um, and a bit of a yeah. price increase on stuff. And I think that'll be enough for the community. And I think that's probably the best way to do it. And then they can release Amazons next year when they want to. And here's the new list for them. Actually, we've 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 listened to Ben for the Bono podcast, and we've got rid of two blitzers and gave them a instead. You know, <laughs> um, we we made them a little bit more varied. We got rid of the Berserker from uh, from the the. Well, we got rid of the thrower from the Norse team um, because they had seventy-five positionals and it was weird, uh, you know. And and these are these are great tweaks they can land. I think of all the rosters, um, Chaos Dwarves are probably the only one that's like bang on. 
It's great. Got a minor tour. It's a proper GW roster, really. Got ball centers. Actually, Kemri, I think, are pretty solid. Uh, yeah, that's fair, actually. Kemri and Chaos yeah. Dwarves, I think, could land as they are now and be what they always were. Like, yeah. uh, I'm on board with that. I think we'll see some cost decreases from Kemri in the same way we saw with Nurgle. And I think we'll see a cheeky bit of cost increases with dwarf, uh, Chaos Dwarves like we have with some of the other you know real good teams um you know vamps uh... we mentioned this i think actually last week with the new teams coming in sorry while well, you had the amazon point you know we've now got that lustrian keyword yeah so that's why we, we we kind of touched a bit on it in the last episode where yeah. we said it really opens up the scope to new stuff because now they don't need to say they don't need to have this star player plays for this, 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 this. They don't have to then add anything to that. Yeah. They just have, have a new team with a keyword and they already have access to the whole library. So there's a couple of keywords there that um, don't do anything at all. So World's Edge Super League yeah. is dwarves. And there's like two dwarves star players. And they're the, oh, and dwarves are in old world um, something or other anyway, that are in the old world league. So it's a complete it's completely superfluous there is no reason for yeah. it to be there at the moment unless they land a slayer team which is another one that was high up there in the wish lists um yeah which i thought was pretty cool where's the one i was reading about uh, people like slayers don't they <laughs> yeah it was really cool i was i was really excited to see it someone was like yep yeah, uh want to see a slayer team want to see a squig team um i want to see all this stuff going out oh there was so much for dungeon bowl plastic rat ogre that was cool uh, yeah that'd be quite good yeah there, there's some stuff that's missing that they need um one guy said return of dirty play cards they were so much fun and added tension and then there's just people screaming kemri um which is great, and I think that games they do that in every game. They're Kemri and forty k because oh, is that squats? Do you reckon? Okay, oh, I was going to say, well, it's more Necrons if you're going from a design thing, but uh, yeah, um, I know from like a, I miss these guys. Um, oh yeah, it's squats really. It was Sisters of Battle for a long time, but yeah, uh, yeah. that's different now. Dungeable. So Ben, over to you. Hit me with something on your on your Blood Bowl 2020 wish list. Okay, so speaking of new stuff coming in, something I've put down is integration with Blood Bowl 3. Ooh. So we know that's coming. We've seen the trailer, and I actually really like it. I think it's very Blood Bowl tongue-in-cheek. Um, looks graphically similar to the previous one, but I think it's it's quite interesting to see the actual Games Workshop models in the game. So now it's very much one and the same, and it's going to be using Blood Bowl 2020 stuff. You've got Nobility and Blackhawks in there. So it seems all very up-to-date. I would like to see that continue so that every spike. the digital version is the same as the tabletop. Yeah. Because currently it's really kind of not. Oh, man, it is. It was difficult when we did that corn stuff. I had to go back in time and download Blood Bowl yeah. 1, the special second yellow Pikachu version, just to get corn. And, uh, yeah, I'm with you. I'm 100% with you on that. And it would work great from a spike three monthly every quarter here's the spike it's going to be the high elf spike first year next year and we're going to see the high elf guys added to blood bowl three all about the same time in the same way word. that magic the gathering does it um yes exactly and that's why i put it down oh really you know playing magic okay. arena exactly yeah it's just like this is great it's the same thing it's... it's about the same time and you get that experience and i i hope that they've learned that um this this whole pandemic situation has meant that there is a, re a really beneficial having it integrated like you're talking about Ben is really beneficial because you stay engaged with the product if you're playing the games 
Um, so yeah. yeah, we may not have bought physical copies of Magic the Gathering cards, but we've been playing on Arena. And yeah. that means we haven't stopped playing Magic. You know, in fact, Ben started playing Magic because yeah. the current product is up to date and he can play. And then when it goes, when we come back into the real world, there's a chance he'll carry on playing on tabletop. And Games Workshop getting that from Blood Bowl is, and I guess I'm going to be really honest with you, Blood Bowl 2020 has kind of killed Blood Bowl 2 for me. I haven't played it yeah. since the stuff came out. Like I've been so focused on Blood Bowl 2020 in my, my limited spare time that, um, I don't know, the thought of playing Blood Bowl 2 seems a little bit pointless at the moment. I saw a thing to, literally today on Facebook, which was a guy saying, yeah, it's cheap on Xbox, I just bought it. And someone was just like... There's no point, dude. It's it's it's, <laughs> which was a shame. And people obviously saying no. People are still playing it. Oh but yeah, there's, it was like loads of it people is a thing. Like, it. But it's the new, it's the old rules now. People people are saying no. It's the old rules. There's no point. For for me, it's kind of, it's it's kind of ended it. Like we're in mm. this this weird realm now where it's Schrodinger's cat. At some point, it's going to die, but we don't know when. So yeah. I don't know. It's weird. So yeah, I'm with you, Ben. I think that's a great bit of wish listing there that they keep them up to date and i really think they can and they should i added a little bit into it saying what would really be the icing on the cake which will never happen because you know it's two entities there's a publisher involved with the game and games workshop are pretty hands-off when it comes to video games but having a link between a digital and physical purchase Ooh. that would be cool like Ooh. even if it's a discount code or something like that for the game if you buy the physical team or if you just unlock the physical team in the game or if you don't unlock the digital in the game buying the physical like the pokemon tcg that's not how money works like the pokemon yeah, exactly. game thing where you get this little uh qr code a booster you get a pack yeah it's, yeah it's genius can you imagine that if they put little qr codes in uh, blood bowl teams <laughs> it would be good but again it's, it's different companies get the revenue stream so it's, it's <laughs> this won't happen um i just but it's a cool idea it would be very cool if you could integrate your your tabletop league with your Blood Bowl three league. Uh, that is yes. never going to happen. Not in a kind of like a an open remit. But if you've set up a mini league, um, and you can input SPPs and stuff, that would be absolutely winning. In fact, that was something that we saw a lot in these wish list uh, replacements. Is uh, an online system that we can that has more options to run a league and stuff like that. Um, yeah, that was a really good point. I really like that. So one wish list thing for me, which is probably, I don't know, I can see it happening, but I just think it's far, too far down the list, is, um, so we'll have a 40,000 kill team. They did a competitive rules version called Arena, which had specific yeah. boards and rules for playing quicker, well, you know, like kind of like a, a competitive format kill team. Blood Bowl 7's being released in that vein from Games Workshop as a kind of Kill Team Arena style, hey, this is Blood Bowl, but Blood Bowl in an hour, and here's the competitive format for it. Man, I just think that would be... Just, I'd be so happy. <laughs> I'd be so happy. I can't see it happening. But... Uh, I don't know. They, 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 they could do something like at Warhammer World or something, you know, just a one-dayer where it's just... I just thing. I just think it's um I just think it's is there and, and ripe because but I also think that they've taken up that point with uh, Blitzball. Um everywhere except England. Yeah. <clears throat> Cheers for that. Yeah. Guys. <laughs> so e every, everywhere except England. I don't know. I think they drop a uh, 40 pound Blood Bowl 7's box set. Uh, actually I don't know why it would need to be that much but it's games workshop. So 40 pounds, you know, with a Blood Bowl 7's pitch and 
probably nothing else in it. Uh, you know, £40, I think they've just got money there. And I think it's a great format. It'll be a, a just... I love sevens. I, I, I miss it significantly. And yeah, I think it's, it's a great way to get loads of reps in, loads of quick games in, and you experience the teams. I just think it's a really modern way to play Blood Bowl, I guess is my way of saying it. And... That was also what someone said for Blood Bowl 3 was like, I would love them to do a Dungeon Bowl variant, which they have confirmed that they're not planning at the moment because uh, I spoke to them on Twitter, actually. <laughs> thanks, oh, to, thanks to Lee. He was like, hey. Uh, so he said something and it was like, yeah. Anyway, we had a little chat on Twitter and uh, Cyanide will not be, you know, or, or Blood Bowl 3 will not be uh, looking at Dungeon Bowl. Anyway, Ben, what's next on your wish list? Um... I've gone for themed leagues slash narrative campaigns. Oh. So we did an episode about themed leagues, what seems like 15 years ago, um, of having like, you know, you could set set it in Lustre or set it in Albion or something like that. Yep. I would love for Games Workshop to do campaign stuff. And this goes into all of their games. Yes. Like they do it very light. They don't, go that hardcore into it but i would just love them to say okay this is blood bowl season 408 i don't know yeah and the year is 2440 <laughs> yes exactly and this is going on in the world um like i don't know something to do with people are flocking to a certain part of the world there's like a big uh, tournament going on and your team wants to make the qualifying round like the world cup almost and you've got all these extra rules and stuff and sponsorships and you've got this this campaign that goes on and you could even play other leagues like we've done interleague stuff and you could have that matched like a global campaign now, how cool would that be I, I would just love for this kind of stuff you know just go all out all wild have some some narrative stuff you can monetize it how you want games workshop i know that's what matters but it's just you know you can I would just love to see something like this so where I, I have everything mattering in a big world. I love that, dude. And I think, um, <clears throat> I think I'm going to one-up you, or at least I'm going to okay. going to build on that and say what I would like is for something like that. So, hey, this is the Illustria Cup 2021. And in that, there are adjustments to teams. There are adjustments to teams. Mm -hmm. So, actually, during the Illustria Cup, um, these teams' rerolls cost more. These teams' rerolls cost less. This, you know, there's naught to eight Saurus in Illustria League team because they're more prevalent. You know, dwarves don't have tackle. They have armbar. Armbar. I saw on your notes. Oh, yeah. I put that on the notes. <laughs> you know, in this league. And it creates like a little, a little sub version, which I know we've talked about repeatedly because I, I just i love the idea of doing more with the same models which apparently games workshop like doing too um thank you very much old world alliance um i just yeah i think it's a great way to have a source book 20 pounds this is the lustria campaign everyone's gonna buy it. well not everyone but you know a third of every league is gonna buy that even just like an online like rolling over thing they did this when i started playing 40k it was about 2015 2014 2015 they they did they did this thing i remember seeing it in the shops where it was like you mark your games you played in the shop and it goes to like a growing campaign yep and like weekly they would announce like something going on i think that would be really cool for this where you everyone is everyone around the world if they if they want to be can be playing in this illustrious cup and then they say an event happens and they publish that on the community or maybe you know in a white dwarf or something like that they publish it 
and then this will impact your game. Like there was, I don't know, a, an earthquake or something like that, and that's going to affect your games or like dinosaurs ravage the pitch and you've got to watch out for like a <laughs> carnosaur coming on the pitch halfway through or something. Yeah. No, I, I you know, yeah. I'm absolutely, I, I love that idea. I love that idea. And yeah. um, something else that someone put in there was saying, we'd like to see some, uh, some, some stories to go alongside a team developing in the league. Um, yeah. Oh, I missed it. Come on, come on, come on, Facebook. You can do it. You can do it. Comment is here. Uh, we'd love to have storybooks following teams' initial start in Blood Bowl and all that's happened to them until present day, i.e. titles won, famous players, etc., etc. And a bunch of guys are like, yeah, love this idea, love this idea. It's the narrative side of Blood Bowl. And I think Games Workshop, I've just, it's all about whether they've got the time to make it. I think as much as they make, people will um, will absolutely farm in on it. Yeah. Um. Okay. And time, resources, and yeah. That's it. That's it. <laughs> It's not going to make money. It's not going to be done. Oh, yeah. Which I, I, I do understand. It is a business. I, I entirely understand it's a business. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Despite how we all feel about Games Workshop, they are a business. Um, one thing I really loved from the comments was someone was like a proper giant team. Um, giants are in Blood Bowl Fluff and there's giant teams and stories and whatnot. And he was like a proper giant team with like three or four proper giants, two by two squares and some just humans or whatever to go along with them just just hobgoblin level guys and um i don't know giant the games workshop have this this giant fetish at the moment so it's great <laughs> i would i would love a giant team and i i would too i can i can't see them doing it i can see them doing a half giant team um you know like a, a the ogre team if you look at the size of that actually if they same sprues but two giants in a box and I don't know, a bunch of tiny, stunty, anything. Could be Albion, so you could have fairies or pixies or something, little folk, gnome people or something. Just like that, you could have that uh, in a box, two giants, ten little dudes, very similar to stunties. You could have two boxes, you get your four giants and max out on giants and do that. I don't know, I think there's a market there. Um, plus, we all know that the AOS guys love cross-pollinating models. Um I just think there's so much, so much design space there, um, that they could, uh, they could cross over there and do and do that team. It would be truly unique as well. Yeah, I mean, there's there's uh, there's not that many teams that would uh, find it easy to kind of build that. I mean, you could just print one, Ben, but otherwise, you know, not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Was there anything else from your wish list, Ben? Um, that's about it. We've we've covered a lot. It's it's more. I, to be honest, the final thing on the wish list. I just want it to arrive. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. Um. Well, I'm gonna turn that into a real genuine point. Is uh, yeah. the um the roadmap that they did for Underworlds. Uh, I want to see that for Blood Bowl, please. Just 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 give us the roadmap for the next nine months. Yeah. Like, hey, the transparency. Yeah. Just why not? Like. I get it that there's a chance of third party and with Underworlds it comes with the cards and stuff. Um, so you can't go, oh, there's a... What did they do? Um, was it Nurgle or something? They were like, hey, there's this uh, this Underworlds team coming, this warband coming. Uh, no one was like, quickly, go build one so that we don't have to build it, buy it when it comes out. It was like, cool, it's going to be unique. I'll wait for those yeah. models. And I don't think... You know, we said this about nobility and, and black orcs, and yet Grebo have done a black orc team, and um, 
well, Norba have done a new human nobility team, but it was really designed after Bretonians. It just, yeah, and that's why I mean. I think, I think the thing with the newer GW stuff, though, what makes it more attractive is they are going more in the line where you buy the box, you get your team. Whereas previously it was less like that, and that's what made yeah a lot of third parties very attractive. Yeah, yeah, so. you're you're right, and a lot of Kickstarters as well, which we saw. Yeah, exactly. So we'll we'll wrap up with a couple of bits. Um, oh, it was David Burrows that said this. It was like uh, all about the the blood bowl, th- um, how to run your league and stuff like that. I like that. That was really really good. Um, some people talking about tournament builds and having star players. Uh, someone said they want halfling blitzers with with G access, which I thought was quite cool. But most of what people want uh, is teams of legends, ASAP. More star players, bring the old star players down. Um, I want Slan. I want Slan too, but I don't think that's ever going to happen. Um, just there's so much cool stuff that people want, and it's really low bar. It is just to build on what we've got already. Yeah, they've they've done a nice flatten reset. You know, they've got a strong foundation now and they can only build on it. And yeah. I think that's really exciting. They're not having to go back and redo anything now. They've just done it. They've kind of just said, yeah, here is a brand new start. It's still Blood Bowl. We, we've played a couple of games. It's it's still Blood Bowl. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's just going to have, there's just so much more scope now. And I think that's quite exciting. And hopefully um, those of you who've watched the couple of games that we've put on YouTube can tell that most of the, it's mostly just Blood Bowl. It's just, it feels a bit fresher. Um, mm. I, it's funny. It's a weird way to say it, but just having stuff be ever so slightly different really does make it feel new. And we're miles away from being able to, to solve the Blood Bowl 2020 meta from a tournament point of view, although we've got a new series coming next week, which is all about tournament builds. Um, so similar to the starting rosters, but for various tournaments out there. So we're looking at 1100, 1,100 build and 1,200 builds, because the way I see it, there's going to be 1,150 and 1,250 maybe. So really what you can do is you can just tweak the list up or down. So some of uh, what, what we think are the best tournament builds for those tournaments ready for next year to reopen again. Um, and it'll be interesting to go in and, and solve that. But I think... So we've talked about some wild stuff that we would love, Ben. Um, let's start with this Saturday. What do you think we are going to see? I think we are going to see a new team. I agree with you. I agree. And yeah. I think that's... <laughs> I don't want them to. I want them to just... Let's just catch up with what we've got right now. Because we've moved so fast in Blood Bowl in the last two months. I don't even know when was the when did it all land? When did all the spoilers start? I three weeks ago, two months ago. (laughs) Oh, I don't know. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. exactly. Like it was not a very long time ago at all, and uh, we haven't really started playing it. The rules aren't out yet, and I know that they like to look far ahead and this is what we're going to do and then it's going to be this then it's going to be this then it's going to be this and you don't really stop and think about what it is now but one thing that blood bowl players like to do is enjoy what we've got right now um and there is nothing wrong with that at all i am feeling that and you know me ben i'm like a crazy let's go do this let's go change things but you can't change things If, if there's if there's no normal you can't be abnormal um and we have always prided ourselves prided ourselves pride ourselves on going after the abnormal stuff in blood bowl 
the oh let's change these rules let's do this team let's let's try this out let's have wizards everywhere uh you know that's kind of how we've done things and right now we are probably the most normal blood bowl <laughs> out there because normal blood bowl is now very abnormal um where where is it a bit of a head start <laughs> breaking news new edition of blood bowl leaked two months ago let's get this august the 2nd so yeah yeah it's just over two months just over two months ago was when it landed uh oh, look at that when the green screen worked properly those are the days um i used to stream and everything <laughs> it's good it's all changed it's all massive it's been a bit of hang for two months um I, I just yeah i'm with you ben i want it to land uh i want to have it and i i do think though we're going to see a new team i think you're right um but i wonder if it's just going to be a couple of miniatures that are genuinely six months out and they're like well we were going to spoil blood bowl 2020 but now we have to kind of shovel them something else new down the pipeline so we've got two miniatures that are coming out in may next year that we're going to show off now i wonder i don't know no i don't know it could, it could be a star it could be a star could be I, I, it's it's I, I don't think they'll just show like two and be like i think they'd go all the way they know they know what the leaks are like now yeah I'm, I'm not sure that's true so as it looks we could be landing with necro this month blood bowl 2020 in december and then this new team january february time that mm -hmm. would be a very steady release um it'll be good i think that'd be fantastic um i think it would be nice to get time to play with them and that's where blood bowl 3 comes in well we're gonna have loads <laughs> to paint and i'm just hey good to warm up um yeah still got like four i need to finish before even this necro <laughs> comes out because i'll definitely be getting it uh we just need to we just need to play more games ben um youtube yeah, youtube it. has made me paint more stuff than ever before in my life and i need to keep that up i need to keep just that keep up. the momentum going right talking about painting and things i am going to go chill out and paint my glorial summer bloom i think because it's a lovely model nice. it looks like a nice little project to paint up and uh we'll wrap up this episode um ben thank you ever so much for joining me again most uh, most importantly have a lovely week off away painting yes, or i will enjoy writing that. or doing whatever you want to do and um, just just chill out enjoy reset and uh, when you get back well when you get back it'll be like the week brewing up to mega bowl hopefully um and then we'll have this spoiler out and we'll just we'll have more blood bowl craziness i have no doubt and um oh, yeah, i think it's exciting right thanks very much guys for listening for joining us we will catch you again soon take care bye bye